As a family-owned business, Price Chopper knows just how important saving money is to your family. We're always chopping prices so you can feed your family for less. All right, let's go ahead and bring in GoPowerCat.com's Ryan Wallace. And uh, Ryan, uh, as you look back, at here we are in week six on the Kansas side. Um, we had that Gardner-Edgerton Olathe North game. Um, the fumble monster showed up to, to Gardner-Edgerton last yeah. week uh, and kind of got them. Uh, but Olathe North hung around, hung around, hung around. Though offensively, they weren't really able to do much, um, just the one score. And T.J. Porter did not play. Uh, he was a little banged up. So I I think we learned something out of that game, but I don't know if we did because Olathe North wasn't at full strength and Gardner-Edgerton wasn't as sharp. And so, I, you know, I think we may need two versions of this game to figure out exactly what we got here. No doubt. Yeah, I mean, the Sunflower League to this point is starting to go – kind of how we thought it would go. I mean, for the most part, I think we're starting to see some of those uh, early stumbles from like an Olathe East and Olathe South are starting to kind of work their way up into the upper half or middle upper part of the middle uh, of the Sunflower League. Um, The the two teams that I think we're still struggling to figure out and we didn't have them figured out even in preseason is Lawrence Free State and Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, And we might gain a little bit more on at least the Lions this week um, when they play Gardner Edgerton. And uh, again, kind of a tough week for the Lions. We'll, they're kind of w- walking into a hornet's nest because not only are they out to prove to themselves, hey, we belong with Gardner Edgerton, but as you said, Dion, they get kind of a pissed off Gardner Edgerton yes. team despite the Trailblazers coming off of a win. Ryan, think about the teams that you have seen and tell me who you feel has the most balanced offense in either the East or the West of class six? Uh, when I think about offense, um, you know, I, it's, it's hard not to like what I saw at Wichita Northwest. Um, I, I think the one, again, the one fear that I have, if you're a Grizzlies fan and you're trying to put stock on them coming out of the West is that so much of their skill talent, especially on offense is uh, from underclassmen, particularly a, a really, really strong sophomore class. How they perform in a November setting is, you know, something we'll just have to see. Uh, and I, I wondered too a little bit about their offensive line, and that's why maybe when you talk about balance, I mean, when you you talk about just straight firepower, I, I would give the nod to Wichita Northwest. If you're talking about overall balance, hard to go against Gardner Edgerton right now. Uh, I, I think that they run the ball with such physicality. They're so big up front across the line of scrimmage. And again, with Randy Singleton, with Hawkinson on the outside and a capable passer in Braven Powell that I'm not sure he gets enough credit for, they can do a little bit of everything for Dustin Delaney. So I, I might put them at kind of a 1A and, and Wichita Northwest at a 1B. Well, last week, def- the, the thing about Gardner Ridge we don't talk about is their defense. And Mark Dibiak last week had an outstanding game. He was basically a part of the huddle for away the north most of the night uh, and that's the that's the i think that's the thing that offensively they're tough but if they go win a state title i think you're i think we're going to look back a few years and be like well that defense was really really good yeah and i mean mark dibiak i wrote about it after uh, gopowercat.com after uh i watched them play mill valley i think he's probably the one guy i mean everybody wants to talk about randy singleton and rightfully so but from a size um, you know, again, the, the strength, the power that he possesses and the way that he chased down the football, 
um, reminded me a lot of like a Wyatt Hubert at Kansas State. He might be the one kind of, you know, large college prospect that's kind of flying under the radar right now for Gardner Edgerton from their senior class. Uh, he probably doesn't fit what a lot of the defenses are going to now, which is that odd man front. But if in a, in a kind of a classic 4-3 look, you could put his hand in the ground and he could be a difference maker for sure. Is Washburn rule becoming a factor in class six? I think so, coach. I mean, I, I saw them last week at Junction City pull out uh, a, a tough one. Junction City uh, lacks a lot on the offensive side, but they're a strong defensive team. And Washburn Rural really, you know, showed their rushing attack. Uh, it was methodical on a lot of their drives. And their defense is very good. Uh, I would say, you know, on the 6A side, again, having kind of knowing a little bit about Derby, though I haven't seen them, Knowing a little bit about Manhattan, though I haven't seen them, I would still stack Washburn Rural up there, you know, top three defense that I've seen. They'll be a tough out on the west side. The question for Rural is going to be, can they generate enough offense to keep up with a Manhattan, which they've done it already this year, but it, beating a team twice is always hard to do. Uh, a Derby, a Wichita Northwest, that, that'll be the question mark for Rural, but they're a really good team. Are they here for the long run? That's a question we'll have to answer moving forward because I do know uh, they're a very senior-led group this year. What do you take away from the late the South Mill Valley game? Is that the classic uh, Mill Valley not very happy you don't want to play them the week after they lose? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think so. Because, I mean, Olathe South's got some pieces still. You know, yeah. Bryce Norberg, I mean, they're, they're not a bad team. And, yeah, that was very much a Joel Appleby, you know, kind of getting on the guys and a – come to Jesus week, if you will, for Mill Valley. They 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 flex their muscle as rightfully so. They they needed to after that showing against Gardner. Well and the other team that we've been talking a lot about in 5A this year um and is Blue Valley Southwest. And they got another good win last week. They got Blue Valley Northwest this week. So it's just like, you know, it's like finals week for them every week is is a new test for them. But offensively, I don't I don't I mean they throw it around the yard defensively. Um they're doing enough to win. I mean, that's kind of been their thing. They'll be tested by Blue Valley Northwest this week. Yeah, this will be a good matchup for their defense too because I think, you know, Blue Valley Northwest can do a little bit of everything. They're they're fairly balanced. They just don't have, you know, the Grant Stubblefield kind of rushing attack that they've had in the past, but they've got some receivers. Southwest matches up on the outside. It'll be interesting to see what Clint Ryder dials up to maybe take at them from a rushing attack and, and challenge their the middle of, of the Blue Valley Southwest defense and their front seven a little bit. But Southwest has been everything that we thought they would be. They've been as advertised. You know, I don't want to rush the rest of the regular season for them, but I'm just so eager to see that team come together in the playoffs and, uh, you know, see if they can really make a run in, in 5A because through the regular season – they, they withstood a lot of tests and, and answered every every challenge. So I'm just really, really excited to to see more from the Timberwolves and hopefully see them in person as we go, you know, deeper into November. Well, in 4A this week, we've got two of our big three games, Lewisburg, Tonganoxie, um, Yeage, Aquinas. Um, those were all good games. And um, those are teams that, you know, we talked to both coaches. A loss here is a big one, you know, whether you're, yeah. where you're at in the bracket. Um, and, and then we also talked with Tom Radke. They're out there floating around, and there was discussion from a few people of you don't want to see them in the first round uh, as they get they get Blue Valley West this week, and they got a good, a good win, their first win of the season last year. So 
the, the strength and depth of four is really on display this week. Yeah. And I mean, you speak about St. James, I hope to see them here in a couple of weeks and, and some buzz from some insiders at St. James is exactly what you said. They're a team that's young and the, you know, more experience each week, they're going to get better and better and better. You're they're They're a team you probably do want to avoid heading into the playoff bracket. And you talked about 4A2, Dion, you know, we, we Bishop Meage Aquinas gets a lot of headlines um Gardner and Lawrence will get a lot of headlines on the Kansas side this week some really good games in the UKC this week yeah. you know um who is it uh Piper and Lansing right yes. it's uh, uh Baser and Lansing Baser and Lansing that's right yeah Pi- uh, DeSoto and um Piper yeah yeah DeSoto DeSoto and, Piper. Piper yeah. and Baser and Lansing that I couldn't get the the matchups right but those are two really good games that will decide not only a lot in the UKC but again kind of Figuring out some things in 4A and 5A uh, um, for a lot of those teams. I I guess, no, they're all, are they all 5A? They're all 5A. Um, no, uh, Lansing is, um, DeSoto is, Piper spot, and my, Baser. My brain, yeah. my brain is mushed right now because we've had all these new. Yes. You know, the, the Baser is, is for one more year there in 4A, but Lansing is there up in 5A. And, no, I think, you know, a team like Piper, you know, they start out 0-2 and people are like, oh, they're not very good. They're young. They're really young. But they're, they lost to like Washburn Rural. I mean, they lost yeah. it. Now they've won a few games and they're kind of getting it back together. So that's a that's a big game for them. DeSoto and Piper is a big game. And DeSoto is DeSoto. <laughs> I mean, yeah. um, well, and I think I think Piper they lost to Washburn Rural. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, I think Piper might match up better with DeSoto than maybe even a baser does. Um, I, I just think they go tit for tat as much as best as you can with a physical team like DeSoto. Um, yeah, that I mean, those are really intriguing games for me that, again, probably won't get as much of the headlines. But this is one of those weeks, Dion, like you said, we're going to we're, we're very close to the bracket play now. And I think this is definitely a week that you're going to figure out a lot um, for how things are going to shape up seating wise. There's some log jams that are going to be broken. Well, enjoy your Friday night uh, watching your Wildcats play. Yes, um, I will Oklahoma, taking Oklahoma a week State. off from high school to uh, <laughs> kick up my feet on maybe a, a back patio with an outdoor TV and the nice fall crisp weather. Yeah, well, enjoy that. And we will uh, chat with you again next week. Thanks, guys.